Good evening, my Rabbi We are here still in the Hakdama of Sefer Chavis Halvavis, and the Chavis Halvavis is telling us why he felt compelled to write this Sefer. And he's describing that Hashem gave us Chachma, and with this Chachma we're supposed to understand his Torah and the mitzvahs. But he says there are a lot of different mitzvahs, two categories. The Chavis Haivorim, those we have to do physically with different parts of our body, usually our hands and other parts of the body, sometimes listening, sometimes eating. But those are physical acts of the Eivorim. And then there's a whole section called Choyva, those are Choyva's Eivorim. Then there's a whole section called Choyva's Halavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavav
the redaction of the Mishnah was about 1800 years ago. The redaction of the Gemara, Ravina, Ravashi finally redacted and put it into circulation about 1500 years ago. So he says in the last few hundred years that he's talking, I've looked at all the various Svarim, and I see they fit into three categories. One of the categories I find is Lafarish Sefer Atteravanavim. It goes through Tanakh, Bezal Shnei And it br- breaks it up into two paths. Some of the Svarim that I find just explain the, the Pashit Pshat, the simple explanation. In our days we would say it's sort of, it was like an art scroll on the Chumash. So, says the Chavazovas, I, I saw there was Svarim that explained just the Pirisham English, that explained the, the words and the concepts. This is of Sadia Goin, one of the great Goinim, who apparently seems to be, he was the, what we call Rashi now, Rabban Shal Yisrael, even though Rashi stands for Rabbeinu Shleimah Yitzchaki. That's Rab Shleima ben Yitzchak. We also use that acronym, Reishin Yud. He was the Rabban Shal Yisrael. He was the Rebbe of all of Kala Yisrael. Because how do you learn without Rashi? How do you learn Chumash without Rashi? How do you learn Gemara without Rashi? But before Rashi was born, in the year 1040, what they learn? So Rabbeinu Sad Yigain, his, which we still have today, his Pirishon Tanakh, that's what was used. But Rav Sifrei Amikra, and most of the Chav Dalet Svarim, and the books, Terish Shabbat so either it's to explain it, or it gets very involved into the the diktuk of how to understand words and what tense it's talking about, what pretext it's talking about. It deals much more with the wording and which word and why it used this type of word, much more technical. ben Don't know who that is, but obviously it was someone who was a big Baal Medaktik in his time that preceded the Chosavavas, and he wrote a Sefer on Diktuk. We know many times Rashi quotes Ramesha Hadarshan and others who were, who the Svarim that he used to explain different ideas in Diktuk. So, Kisivre Ben Ganach, Ubali, Amasiris, Omishinag, Menhagam. So there were the books that either explained simple Pshat in the Torah of Yemaksuvim, or dealt with Diktuk. That's one area. They went through all of the mitzvahs and say, hey, listen, this is what you have to do. This mitzvah, that mitzvah. And the truth is that went on for generations throughout. We even have from the Shach about 400 years ago. The Shach wrote also a, a Kitzer Sefer on the mitzvahs. And more recently the Chofetz Chaim he wrote also Sefer Mitzvahs HaKotzer and the Mitzvahs that just pertain nowadays that were in Golis. So, in his days, Kesefer Rav Chefetz Ben Yatzliach is a Chronel of Rocha. That was in his day. That was the 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 uh, the book of the just the essence of Mitzvahs or the book of the Mitzvahs that we have to perform. Oim HaShonu Chayovim Ben Mizman HaZeh Mamishlech was saying and as we think with the Chofetz Chaim had a novel idea. Let's just make a, the concise book of mitzvahs. Sefer mitzvahs hakotzar. The concise book of mitzvahs. It was already done a thousand years ago or more. Just to tell us very clear what the halach is, the major logs we have to keep. Or there we give some details. 
In other words, we have many chuvas for him. Chuvas from the Goinim and chuvas from the Rif. Where this come from? People had questions. So they wrote Shilas to the, to these great Gedalim and they got responses back and then they compiled this Sefer known as a Shilas, a Chuvah Sefer. This is how it evolved. You know, the Mashkiach said on more than one occasion and several years later I followed up where this idea, the source of the idea came from and he says he remembers hearing it uh, years ago and he couldn't recall the source. But he says, even the Shulchan Aruch, very interesting uh, approach and an idea. Even the Shulchan Aruch that Rabbi Yosef Kaira wrote about 550 years ago, the Shulchan Aruch that we know is the code of Jewish law, that too was sort of based on a Shiloh Tshuva, that people learned halacha, they were unclear about some things, so they sent it to Rabbi Yosef Kaira, others in his time. And he never said, oh, this will be that luck in this case. This will be that luck in this case. In that case, that, you don't want to know what you do in such a case? Well, it's a maklik, it's like this and like this. This is how you should do it. Sometimes in a pressing situation, it sort of evolved from just questions being asked and then it was compiled into, into a safer. Very interesting Kiddush, which is why I would answer why certain, uh, topics are very much gone over and discussed, and other topics seem to be uh, just very superficial at best, and it's very unclear how long It seems to be that people didn't ask a lot about that. So this is what he says. The second category. One category dealing with Tanakh, the explanation, the Dikduk, another dealing with the list of mitzvahs, Vainin Ashlishi. Then we have a third category, a third category that of these books that the Chavos uh, says that he has seen, indeed books of philosophy to uh, uh, to uh, negate the arguments of these apikursim, these heretics. Some say he means the sefer of Rav Sadigain, the sefer Amunavideus of Rav Sadigain, which was one of the first earliest philosophical works on our belief system, or says Sefer Shorshe Hadas, some other Sefer, the roots of all of our dogma. The Sefer HaMekamets seems to be a Sefer that uh, also compiled a lot of the arguments of the non-believers and proved them wrong and dismissed them, but you had to write a Sefer on this. So, he says... <coughs> This is all that I went to the libraries and I tried to find all the different books that are out there in Torah. He says, this is the three areas I found. And I delved into it. But in all the books that I learned and I saw, I didn't find any that deal with the wisdom of the mind. In other words, there are duties of the heart and I see nobody has touched that no one has written on this topic what are the obligations of the mind and the feelings of what we do and all of those mysteries that go into the category and I haven't find that, found that they left that and they didn't write it in a sefer that would write all of the Roots of it, all of the details of it. Vitomati al zetemigadela. He says, I was shocked 
How could it be that no one dealt with this such important issue and topic? At Shemarti believe I said to myself, Shema min min I'm not sure if he means to say it in a, in a sarcastic way, or maybe he started really thinking this way until he analyzed it further. But he says, what, there are no books written on it. Maybe it's not an obligation. Maybe Amuna and Bitochen and not bearing a grudge and so on and so forth that he talked about before. Maybe there's not an obligation. What is it? It's just ethical. It's a nice thing to do. It's really the right way to behave and to be a, a, an upright person. It's sort of like extra credit. It seems to be a lefinimishur sadin. He says maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's why you don't find any books on it because it's not obligatory. So you get extra credit if you do it, but you don't get punished if you don't. This is what Chavis says. That's what I concluded. So that's why the early great ones like Rapsadi Gain and others they left it. Because it's not really an obligation, but those who want to learn it to do uh, extra in their avodah will do. It. Maybe that's why they didn't write it. And I analyzed it. I searched into it to these this category of chavos avos minaseichel minakosuv minakabola from common sense, from scripture, and from teirish that I searched all of them to see are we really obligated on these obligations of the heart or not? And I found not only is there an obligation but they're actually the foundation to all other mitzvahs that we would do. And if there's a a deficiency in those mitzvahs of Alvavis if there's a deficiency in that, so much so they're a foundation that if we don't get clear and fulfill the chavis of the levavis, we will never be able to fulfill the chavis of And now he's going to explain where he found this from Seichel, from Torah, and from the Teresh Abiksav, Teresh with his absolute obligation, indeed, to fulfill, fulfill these mitzvahs of us. So, he's just, he's speaking it out sort of from a little bit of a historical perspective here, of what went through his mind, and how he got to this conclusion, that he must write this Hebrew, this Sefer, on this very important subject, which he found was neglected for some reason. Maybe, perhaps, he says... Is really not an obligation, but he says no. That I found that's an absolute obligation, as he will tell us. Mitzvah will continue tomorrow night. Agutenacht.